Hello, everyone. This is Trevor Cully. In the last eight days, at time of posting, the country of Iran has been rocked by a nationwide uprising in response to the brutal murder of Masa Amini, a 22-year-old Kurdish woman from the city of Sakhez who was living in Tehran. She was taken into custody and apparently beaten into a coma by the Gashte Ershad, the Iranian morality police, and died shortly thereafter, still in police custody, on September 16th, 2022. Her crime? Being in public without a hijab. Protests against Amini's murder began almost immediately when her death became public knowledge and quickly turned to riots when faced with police crackdowns, beginning in Tehran and the region around Saqqez. Over the last week, these riots have escalated to what can only be described as an open revolt against the Islamic Republic of Iran's theocratic revolutionary government all over the country. As of September 22nd, this resistance has spread to more than 40 cities. And since initially recording this statement, it has been reported that there are uprisings in 130 Iranian cities in every single one of the nation's 31 provinces. Through a combination of Western sanctions and the Islamic Republic's own internal repression, Iran is often extremely cut off from the rest of the world especially in moments of crisis like this when the government cuts off internet access in an attempt to try and quell communication and international support. This has not stopped international support from being voiced, digital activism against the government from international actors under the anonymous banner, or a slow trickle of stunning video footage making its way out onto the internet. This is my small contribution to that. As a platform innately connected to Iran and its history, I want to express the History of Persia podcast's unequivocal support for all those resisting oppression and theocracy in Iran. Beyond simply lending my voice to the international chorus cheering them on, I also hope that I can at least provide some exposure for the regime's violence and the resistance against it by directing my listeners and social media followers toward better sources of information. I'm currently working on the possibility of providing more pertinent information in this feed, but that will likely depend on ongoing developments in-country. By now, at least some footage is making it into the news, but if you have the inclination, I do encourage people to get on social media and seek out some of the videos and pictures coming out of Iran right now. Between the time I wrote the script that I'm reading from, and sitting down to record this, it became clear that the regime has transitioned to deploying explicitly lethal force i.e. guns, in large measure. Up to this point, the lethal option had not been deployed in large measures, instead relying on slightly less lethal options like tasers, batons, water cannons, pellets, and chemical agents. 
There are images of both the injuries inflicted on Iranian civilians and the incredible power of the people to rise up en masse and overwhelm the state by brawling with the cops in the street, taking control of major roadways with motorcycle demonstrations, and simply overwhelming security forces with sheer numbers. If you are seeking more information, please please find journalists and activists who regularly cover Iran. As the protests wear on and get more coverage in Western media, there are going to be a lot of general reporters for mainstream outlets with no real expertise trying to hypothesize about what is happening in a country they don't know much about. I also want to beg people not to seek out the jingoist anti-Iran coverage that just fetishizes the idea of regime change for the sake of European and American political interest. This is about the people of Iran and the suffering they have endured for over 43 years of theocracy, stripping them of their human rights, their right to self-expression, and personal religious determination, not their position in geopolitics or the resources under their feet. Most importantly, this is about the women of Iran, women who have taken center stage as the leaders and icons of this movement, putting their bodies and personal safety on the line to protest decades of oppression under the Islamic Republic and its strict interpretation of how they can present themselves to the world. They are out there risking life and limb to dress how they want in their own homeland and to burn their hijabs as an act of protest. Now, I don't want to dismiss mainstream coverage entirely and send everyone out into the bizarre wilderness of international newspapers and independent reporting. Many conventional outlets have experts on Iran in their staff, but they alone just can't keep up with the demand for coverage. All I'm saying is be aware of your sources. The one mainstream outlet I will recommend explicitly is the BBC World Service. For any lukewarm or negative opinions you may have about the BBC as a whole, the World Service is one of the most reliable platforms for coverage on events that otherwise do not appear in major media platforms. Even beyond Iran, they are useful for just keeping track of what's happening in places you don't hear much about. For my own opinion, I have been following the Federation of Anarchism ERA a collective of organizations in Afghanistan and Iran, very closely. This is the banner name for groups of people engaged in resistance and activism in the greater Iranian region, doing everything they can to keep information flowing. If anarchist is a word that freaks you out because of scary stories from bomb-throwing people a hundred years ago, Go listen to Mike Duncan's explanation of anarchism as a political philosophy on the Revolution's podcast. It's not what you think it is. Link in the description. You can follow the Anarchist Federation on Twitter at both Asranarchism and Anarchist. On Instagram at Anarchist underscore Union and Facebook.com slash T-A-U-A-I. Their website is osranarchism.com. That's A-S-R-A-N-A-R-S-H-I-S-M. 
Most of their posts are in Persian, but all three platforms have pretty good automatic translation. The same goes for many other worthwhile people and groups to follow for more information out of Iran right now. People who speak Persian tend to have more connections to Iran than those who do not. Google Translate is your friend here. I'll include links to all of this too, as well as my running Twitter thread of posts and information I think people should have a look at. Finally, I want to note a running controversy in any conflict over religious fundamentalist regimes. This is not a revolt against the concept of a hijab or the decision to wear one. It's not a protest against the niqab or any of the other more conservative and all-encompassing interpretations of Islamic dress code, or the Muslim faith itself. This is a rebellion to have a choice in how to present oneself, a choice that should be available to everyone in every nation. And moreover, it is a rebellion against a regime that has employed violence against its own people for almost half a century to enforce the beliefs of a very small clique of aging clerics. The answer is not to further isolate and impoverish the Iranian people through sanctions, to destroy their country through uninvited intervention, or to limit support to those who would enrich our own nations. The answer is unequivocal support for the human right of self-determination across all of the imaginary lines we put on the map. Even as I write this, the Islamic Republic regime's violence is escalating against its own subjects and the death toll is mounting. They range from 16-year-old boys to elderly women and at least 24 cities from a dozen provinces across the country, but heavily concentrated in the northwest, nearest Masa Amini's home in Kurdistan. Without a doubt, Many more have died than are known from the limited information making it out of the country as the government cracks down on communication. These are the names of their victims as known so far, as reported by the Federation of Anarchism, Iraq. Mino Majidi, Hajar Abbasi, Zakaria Kial, Farjad Darvishi, Mohsin Mohammadi, Fawad Kadimi, Faradun Mohammadi, Sadr al-Din Litani, Roshna Ahmadi, Amin Marafi, Milan Hakiki, Danesh Ranma, Abdullah Mohammadapur, Ramin Abdullahpur, Mosin Kaisarbegi, Ali Mozafari. Benam Lagpur, Abu Fazl Akbaradust, Ruzba Kadmi, Gazela Chalabi, Hana Kia, Hossein Ali Kia, Yasin Jamalzadeh, Amir Naruzi, Milad Zare, Mesa Mogoy, Amin Marofi, Kanan Aghei, Amir Hossein Shams, Farzin Latfi, Sasan Kurbani, Hadith Najafi, Irfan Rezaei, Muhammad Fala, Irfan Kazei Dikui. <laughs>
Rahim Khalij, Abu Fazl Bahu, Hossein Mahamadi, Mosin Kesari, Mosin Malamiri, Shams Natri, Merzad Kakrodi, Mehdi Babrenjad, Muhammad Hassan Turkman, and Masa Amini. May they rest in peace. We're going to close on a Farsi translation of the famed anti-fascist anthem Bella Ciao by Daniela Saperi. Jinjian Azadi, love and solidarity forever, everyone. Thank you.